First week back and first week done for 2021. Good morning. Welcome to The Scorecard, your fast, fun daily hit of sport with me, Liam Flanagan. And today, could a slip of the tongue cost Conor McGregor victory in UFC 257 this Sunday? Which international star is the latest to sink the boots into Aussie cricket captain Tim Payne? An NRL player has a rare win over the police. But first, what's got ScoMo's knickers in a twist? Cricket Australia has poked the bear. And by bear, I mean the Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison. And what was the stick they used to poke him? Australia Day. Cricket Australia has said that they're calling a big bash game on Australia Day, January 26, not Australia Day. What's your reaction to them dropping Australia Day from, from the game? Well, it's not cricket. <laughs> Good one, ScoMo. Yes, Cricket Australia has made the decision to avoid using the term Australia Day in BBL promotions. Further to that, certain teams will wear Indigenous jerseys in their games on the day, and a welcome to country as well as smoking ceremonies will take place before some games. With three BBL games scheduled to take place next Tuesday, ScoMo isn't best pleased with Cricket Australia's decision. Look, I think Australian cricket fans would like to see Cricket Australia focus a lot more on cricket and a lot less on politics. Now we know that our Prime Minister loves his sport. Swing a TV camera through the stands at any game of rugby league or cricket and you're half a chance to land a shot of ScoMo's bonce. And this isn't the first time he's flexed on the sporting world. Late last year, he put in a quick phone call to rugby league boss Peter Volandis to have the national anthem reinstalled at State of Origin matches. But Cricket Australia's decision to not refer to Australia Day was made as a result of recommendations from Cricket Australia's First Nations Advisory Committee in an attempt to make the day more inclusive and culturally safe for those that view the day as one of mourning. Now, the teams competing on the day aren't bound by Cricket Australia's decision, and several, including both the Melbourne Stars and Renegades, have confirmed that they will continue to promote the games as Australia Day matches. In effect, telling Cricket Australia... And while the PM's taking shots at the governing body, it seems every single other person in the cricketing world has one target in mind. Pain. Test captain Tim Payne continues to be the subject of criticism off the back of the series loss to India. Here in Australia, he's already taken hits from the likes of Brett Lee and Shane Warne, but now he's copying it internationally, with former England star Kevin Peterson writing in a blog, <clears throat> I believe that Cricket Australia will soon be looking for a new captain. Payne has never, ever been up to it. He's just not a good enough player. Nailed it. But despite the piling in, there are those in Payne's corner. His Hobart Hurricanes teammate and former test batsman Peter Hanscom made his feelings plain on the matter. I can't believe that the fallout from this test is his captaincy. Well, I think that's just an absolute joke. For it to come down to some perceived captaincy ideas is, is ridiculous. Unsurprisingly, he's also received support from his fellow wicketkeeper alumnus, Adam Gilchrist. I don't pigeonhole that keepers can't be captains and I don't think there needs to be you know, dramatic change to Tim's position or, or the team as a whole. Uh, just simply on the back of this series. But adding to the pressure on Payne is the performance of the next in line for the test-keeping job. It's running away. Will it be brought back? No, it won't. It'll be the first hundred of Big Bash 10, and it's been all class and style from Alex Carey. Alex Carey's century last night for the Adelaide Strikers delivered them an 82-run victory over the Brisbane Heat and will only add greater speculation about the future of Payne. As for Tim... I still feel like... I have improvement in me. I still feel like I want to get better. Um, I certainly want to keep leading this team. In the ongoing war between NRL players and the police, the scoreboard is tipped fairly heavily in the favour of the boys in blue and white. And no, I don't mean the Bulldogs. 
But yesterday, NRL players got one back. Raiders NRL player Tom Starling has been cleared of attacking police during a bar brawl on the central coast, maintaining he was the one who was assaulted. Nine News can reveal the officers involved are now being investigated by the Forces Integrity Command. Raiders hooker Tom Starling fronted Gosford local court yesterday where he had six of his seven charges withdrawn from his arrest on December 5th last year. The decision comes almost one year to the day of fellow Raider Curtis Scott's arrest in 2020 for assaulting a police officer. Those charges against Scott were also later dropped and Scott was awarded $100,000 in costs by the court. Now, if Starling's lawyer is successful in having the remaining charges dropped when the case returns to court in March, it would seem the New South Wales police have officially found their bogey team. I like Dustin. He's a good fighter. He's even a great fighter, you know, but great is still is still levels below me. <laughs> Love him or hate him, Conor McGregor has a way with words. Unfortunately, his coach doesn't. This is Conor McGregor's coach John Kavanagh speaking to ESPN ahead of the UFC 257's main event fight between Conor and Dustin Poirier this Sunday. And listen closely as Kavanaugh prophesizes what the McGregor camp will be doing after presumably Connor wins the fight, but then he says something that he clearly thinks shouldn't be public knowledge. The fight will be over, we'll be back on the super yacht, we'll be heading to Dubai and we'll all be sitting around staring at our phones, watching the highlights back, watching the fight back and he'll be pulling it apart but also enjoying it, enjoying the techniques, the sequences. Let's see if some of the predictions we made amongst ourselves about what will be the damaging shots would um, training mostly in orthodox stance for this whole camp have paid off? Uh, uh, yeah, take that away. Take that away. Um, can you cut that out? Quickly to explain. Connor, for his entire career, has fought out of the southpaw stance. Right foot forward, right hand forward. Kavanaugh's slip-up suggests that McGregor's entire training for this fight has been done in the orthodox stance. Left hand and left foot forward. The backwards man, the backwards man. But the question is... Did Kavanagh, a man who's done countless interviews in his role as the coach of the biggest name in combat sports, really let something so crucial to Connor's game plan slip in an interview with one of the biggest media outlets in the world? Or is this a mind game? Get out of my head! That's a question that only Connor and his team know the answer to. Until Sunday. And before I go, a quick update on the AFLW Tribunal appeal of Adelaide Crow star Ebony Marinoff, who was suspended for a record three matches for forceful front-on contact that left GWS player Bridstack with a fractured neck. Sensationally, last night, the hearing was adjourned after Marinoff's counsel attempted to introduce new evidence. The evidence is footage of an incident from earlier in the game involving Stack that Marinoff's counsel believes may have contributed to Stack's severe neck injury. Ooh, juicy. The hearing will resume next Thursday. And I will resume on Monday. That's your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Friday the 22nd of January. I'm Liam Flanagan. This is The Scorecard. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>